Welcome to the podcast of Grace Crossing Church, where life and faith intersect. So last night I had a dream that um, I was at church and I thought I was there by myself. And uh, I walked into the auditorium, I was getting ready to prepare to spend some time in prayer and and shoot our first uh, message that we'll do online. And uh, I was stunned to find our entire band that was there. They were gathered together, they were rehearsing. And uh, I asked them what they were doing and they said, we're here getting ready for our service. And uh, I remember waking up in the morning uh, from that dream and just my heart just so full um, of just um, the longing to be with you all, the longing to worship together, the longing to see you and to spend time with you together. Um, this has been quite a period of time these last few weeks as we've been apart. And uh, I don't know about you, but I can tell by that dream, my heart is longing. My heart is uh, desiring to be back with our church family together to worship and to celebrate what God has done in our lives. Um, so I don't know about you, about where your heart's been uh, since this time of being alone and this time of kind of a slowed down pace, but uh, I shared a couple of days ago that my heart is just being drawn to more prayer. And uh, I challenged us uh, in, in the communication this week that, that we would spend time thinking about the words of Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Uh, it's just 10 words. Um, and so I ask you to meditate on these words. So better yet, I'd ask you to memorize these words, just 10 of them. And they are this, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. And today what I'd like to do is just take a couple of moments and I'd like to really focus on the latter part, that third directive, that we would be faithful in prayer. You know, I don't know about you, but my heart has been swelled with the desire to pray more. I've been drawn more to just seeking God during this slowed down pace. As the, as the pace has slowed, my desire to pray has increased. And, um, and as I've been thinking about the, the value, the importance of what we could be praying about during this slowed down season, is I think we can be praying more about getting in touch with our own soul. What's God doing inside of us? Uh, how's God coming to us? What God, what's God saying to us? How's God ministering to us? Because the reality is this, when everything we depend upon is stripped away and we don't have anything else, we discover that Jesus is all we need in those moments. In fact, Jesus is all we need when we recognize that Jesus is all we have. And that's when we really come, I think, face to face with this reality that, that God is really all we need because right now he's really all that we have in some ways to depend upon. So I've been, I've been drawn to the words that are found in Romans chapter 8, and I just want to read a few of them to you here today. And I'd ask you just to uh, meditate on these and think about these as it relates to the moments that we're in here during this stay-at-home order, this slowed-down period of time. Uh, Romans chapter 8, I want to read to you from the message translation. It's, it's really rich in its words and its, and its verbiage and its ideas, and I think you'll find it really significant here uh, as I read these words to you today. And so here they are. I'll begin at verse number 22 of Romans chapter 8. It says this, All around us we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birth pangs. But it's not only around us, it's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us within. We're also feeling the birth pangs. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. 
That is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. I love that language. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us. But the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. I think reality is this. What we're experiencing in our world today should not surprise us. All creation is groaning. All creation is is longing for the world to be set right back again in right order with God, the way God intended it at the beginning of time in creation. The truth is, we live in a broken world. We live in a fractured world, a flawed world, a, a world that is not what God designed and not what God desired. And so everything in this earth, including us, all creation, is, is groaning. We're longing to, to be redeemed. We're longing to find and discover and experience our full salvation. The world's doing that. I think this pandemic is showing us just how fragile human life really is and how fragile the world really is around us. This is not heaven, friends. This is not heaven. But God is preparing us. And God is doing something within us. While things are happening all around us, God is doing things within us. And I don't want you to miss this. There is a work that God is doing in us while we wait. In fact, I just love the language that the scripture here uses in the message. The waiting does not diminish us. Um, we feel at times like waiting makes us less. We sometimes feel like in, in the waiting that, that we are being literally diminished and we become smaller. But, but the Bible here reminds us that in the waiting, uh, something significant is at work. We are in, actually enlarged in the waiting. God is making us larger. He's using the limits not to diminish us, but to enlarge our soul. He's using the limits uh, right now of, of feeling like we, we can't go and enjoy the freedoms that we typically have enjoyed. And, and yet that's not really meant to diminish us. It's meant to enlarge our soul, enlarge the person that God created us to be from the foundation of the world. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us. But the longer we wait, here's what it says. This is the promise. The longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. I mean, think about the illustration that, that uh, the scripture uses here of a expectant mother. Um, in her pregnancy, she's not diminished, she's enlarged. Literally, physically enlarged. But also there's something else happening with her. Her soul is being enlarged. She is becoming more, not less. Um, and, and that's exactly what's happening in us. God is wanting to birth something in us and through us in this season. And during this time of waiting, we are in a period of anticipation. We're in a period of excitement in the sense of anticipating what God is doing uh, in us and God will ultimately do through us together collectively uh, as his church. So friends, I don't want you to feel like you're becoming less in this moment. You're not. You're becoming more. And God wants you to invite him into a deeper place in your life. And God wants you to listen to his invitations that you would become more. Here's how the scripture goes on. It says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in us and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. You know, I've discovered in my life that some of my most powerful, my most meaningful, my most humble, my most honest, and honestly, my most meaningful prayers have been nothing more than just simply wordless prayers 
They have been aching sighs. They have been groans that have come from within. And I know you're feeling this. I'm feeling this. I, I feel the aching within my soul right now. And God, what are you up to? I feel the sighs and I'm learning to pay attention to my sighs those aching sighs, because behind every sigh, there is a message God has for us. There is an emotion that God wants us to get in touch with. For some of us, it might be an emotion of feeling hopeless. It might be anxiety or worry or fear. Um, but I pray that, that we will get in touch, that we'll listen to the language of our soul that's, that's just pouring out of us in those aching sighs and those groans within us. The Bible goes on to say that he knows far better than we know ourselves. He knows our pregnant condition, and he keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that in every detail of our lives, the love of God is working into something good for us. There is a working that's happening right now. While everything seems to be slowed down, while work almost has come to a stall in our country, the reality is this, God is at work. This is not surprising God. None of this is taking God off guard. God is working in a way right now where he wants to connect to that deepest longing within the human soul, within your soul. And uh, my prayer for you um, this day is that you will simply pay attention to those aching sighs that you're feeling deep within you, that you'll pay attention to those wordless groans that are coming out of you, and to convert those into a wordless prayer where God can come and God can meet you. As we close here, I'd like to just read uh, a prayer. I found in this time in my life, I'm getting a lot of value out of written prayers that have been written centuries ago um, that are able to give me a voice to pray in a way that sometimes I don't know how to pray. That's what the scripture here says. We don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit comes and prays with us and for us and through us. And sometimes just uh, reading the prayer that's come out of a heart of a saint can be a great way for you to lift up your voice and your heart to God. So this prayer comes to us by a book written by author William Barclay entitled The Prayers for the Christian Year. And here's the prayer that I want to leave you with today, and I'd like to invite you to pray it with me. Here it is. Oh God, our Father, we know that the issues of life and death are in your hands, and we know that you are loving us with an everlasting love. If it is your will, grant to us to live in happiness and peace. In all our undertakings, grant us prosperity and good success. In all our friendships, grant us to find our friends faithful and true. In all bodily things, make us fit and healthy, able for the work of the day. In all things of the mind, make us calm and serene, free from anxiety and worry. In material things, save us from poverty and want. In spiritual things, save us from doubt and mistrust. Grant us in our work satisfaction, in our study true wisdom, in our pleasure gladness, in our love loyalty. And if misfortune does come to us, grant that any trial may only bring us closer to one another and closer to you. And grant that nothing may shake our certainty, that you work all things together for good, and that the Father's hand will never cease his child, cause his child a needless tear. 
Hear this, our prayer, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I pray, friends, this day will be a day that is filled with encouragement, that's filled with hope, and that's filled with a sense of God's peace that passes all understanding. I love you. I can't wait to be with you. And I pray that you will find pleasure in these moments that God has given you, these gifts within the limits of this slowed down pace. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Grace Crossing Church, including service times and directions, check us out on the web at www.gracecrossingchurch.net. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming weekend worship gatherings. Have a great day.